Welcome to the sports experience. Da -da -da. <laughs> All right, it is July fifteenth, Wednesday. This will come out on July sixteenth. Welcome back to the Sports Experience podcast, and today we've got a few things to talk about, like the new Derrick Henry deal, Dak not signing a long-term contract, and the NFL banning jersey swaps all on the Sports Experience. Let's start off with the new Derrick Henry deal. Derrick Henry has recently re-signed with the Tennessee Titans in a contract worth up to $50 million in incentives, $25 million in guaranteed money. This is a huge contract for what I believe is the top five running back in the league. Definitely deserved it. I think what you could see is the running back market now changing, especially with like guys like Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones about to hit free agency in 2022. So I definitely think this could impact the uh, market for free agent running backs. It's changed in the game. And, yeah, I like it. I think he definitely deserved the money, and I, it's a lot of money for him, but, yeah. All right, let's move on to a weird story. Brian Erlacher and Travis Kelsey have joined forces with DeMarco Murray uh, A-Rod and J-Lo to all form a power, I guess, Cinco, power Cinco, to try and bid for the New York Mets. I don't understand why. I mean, I guess, like, hey, you've got $1.7 billion all combined. Let's just try to get the New York Mets. Obviously, I have them more, but that's currently what they're bidding on. They're bidding $1.7 billion to get the New York Mets. And you want to know who the man behind the greatest crossover in history, since the Avengers, you want to know who that man is? It is Jim Cantaloupe. Cantaloupe. I mean, his name is Jim Cantaloupe, but I'm going to call him Jim Cantaloupe because I think that's funnier. And, yeah. I mean, his name is literally Jim C-A-N-T-E-L-U-P-E. I can't not call him Cantaloupe, right? I'm sorry for making fun of this guy, but his name is Cantaloupe. Alright, let's move on to the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott not signing a long-term deal. Well, they didn't reach an agreement on a long-term deal before the Wednesday deadline, which was yesterday. And, yeah, I definitely, I think this could impact Dak in the future. However, this is he's one of the current 12 players who were not able to sign a deal. That is A.J. Green, Justin Simmons, Yannick Ngakwe, Joe Thune, Brandon Sheriff, a Sheriff, Hunter Henry, Bud Dupree, uh, Williams, Hunter Henry, uh, oh yeah, I already said Hunter Henry, Anthony Harris, Matthew Judon, and Shaquille Barrett. So some pretty big names right there, so I'm going to go over them, kind of. Um, so I think that A.J. Green, I know A.J. Green's coming back, but I don't think he will stick around in Cincinnati after this year. He's on the franchise tag right now, but he, I don't see him having a future in Cincinnati. He's getting up there in age. However, I could see the Bengals offering a big contract saying, Hey, we'll give you three years, play with Joe Burrow, and then you can be on your way out. All right. And then I, Justin Simmons, I thought that they were going to extend him because, like, you saw the Chiefs starting to build up their defense, like, offenses and defense. So I figured that they won, would want more secondary help having to contend with Mahomes for 12 more years. They did not extend him, though, but I, I see him having a future in Denver. And then Yannick Ngongwe, he is traded. He's gone next year because the Jet, the he has made it clear that he wants to be gone. So I def definitely think that he is going to be on his way out after this year. Joe Thune. Joe Thune, I think, will stay only because if Kim has a good year, I think he'd want to block for uh, for the Kim Newton. And the Patriots are just really good at getting their guys back. So I could definitely see him staying. Brandon Sheriff. 
I think he's going to leave because I don't think anyone wants to be on Washington right now, uh, whatever their team nickname might be. I don't see him staying because nobody wants to be really on that team. Unless Ron Rivera can turn that ship around, I don't think it's happening. Hunter Henry, I think, stays, especially with the new talent in Justin Herbert. I think he'll get a good, decent extension. Not huge money, but he'll get extended. And then Anthony Harris, I could see him definitely getting extended just to keep that power. Do have Harrison Smith and Anthony Harris in Minnesota. Uh, I could see him getting extended. Bud Dupree, I could see being released or just brought in more talent at that position. They already have T.J. Watt, so I assume they would bring in another guy. However, Bud Dupree is more of a coverage, so I could see him sticking around. Then the New New York Giants, Leonard Williams, I think he's got on his way out. They literally they just got him, and as if he doesn't perform, he will be gone. I think. And then Matthew Judon, I think he stays. I think Baltimore will definitely offer him a good, decent-sized contract, so he can still play alongside Clayus Campbell, be a force in the pass rush. And then Shaquille Barrett will also get extended. I feel like he's also a force in the pass rush. So I think I don't think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers want to miss out on that kind of talent at that when he's so young and so good at the same time. All right, let's talk about the NFL banning jersey swaps after the game because of COVID-19. Now, here's where I'm at on this. I think the NFL is being a little hypocritical with this because, or I think it's just a marketing standpoint. So first of all, I think the NFL is being hypocritical because they are basically saying, hey, go out and risk your safety and you probably won't make a lot of money because you, the salary cap is shrinking, so you probably won't make a lot of money. Go out there and risk your safety. But also, don't even think about shaking hands. Heaven forbid shaking hands or trading jerseys, for that matter. It's just ridiculous. And then also, I think it might be a marketing standpoint. Because when I talk about marketing, I mean, like, uh, it might be just the NFL's way of saying, hey, look, we're doing something, at least, right? Now, the jersey swap ban is a smaller part of a larger policy, one that includes coaches and players are not required, but strongly encouraged to wear masks on the sidelines. Players and coaches must submit to multiple temperature checks before games, and they can't participate if they have a fever or more than 100 degrees. And every effort possible must be made to make lockers six feet apart in the pl- and plexiglass part- uh, partitions. Partitions are also an option. I don't know why I couldn't say that. Uh, players are required to spend the night before games at a team hotel, even if they are playing in their home stadium. This is interesting to keep probably to keep the bubble. Arrangements must be made to ensure that there are no shared water cups or bottles on the sideline. Here's how you make that arrangement. You crush up the cup that you are just using and you throw it in a trash can. I know it's complicated, but that's how you keep the arrangement. So that is pretty much all that that policy that they just introduced. I think it's fairly weird that they are saying, so I want you to go sweat and touch and breathe on someone for the entire time where there's a deadly virus going around for 60 minutes. But then after you're done doing that, there's, you can't shake hands because that'd be that'd, that'd be a little extreme. All right, let's talk about Miles Garrett closing in on a deal that could make him the highest paid non-quarterback in the NFL. Uh, he is closing on a deal that could be worth a total of $144 million over seven years with the Cleveland Browns, which uh, I guess we're in the era of big money getting handed out because Patrick Mahomes, now now Miles Garrett. Chris Jones recently just got a deal, and I'm wondering if this could influence guys like Aaron Donald to ask for a, a bigger price. I don't think he'd get it because the Rams are in like negative cap space right now. All right, let's talk about Jason Peters being re-signed by the Eagles 
He is going to be assigned to a contract worth $3 million. He is now replacing right guard Brandon Brooks, who suffered a season-ending torn Achilles injury before last month. So he's bringing back. He's brought back on one condition. He's going to be switching over to right guard, which is Brandon Brooks' position. Now he has only played left tackle in his entire career. Jason Peters. He is now 38 years old and wants to play until he's 40. So he's getting up there in age. He is currently switching a position to which he is pretty much foreign of. But don't forget, he was a tight end before he became a left tackle. So if he can switch from tight end to left tackle, I think he'll be fine switching from left tackle to right guard. Keep in mind, he is an all-pro, I believe, and a pro bowler at the left tackle position. So I think he'll be fine. All right, let's close out this episode with a two-for-one. First of all, the NFL is responding on Tuesday night after the NFLPA's counterproposal on coronavirus-related protocols, so literally the most important health and safety protocols that you need to restart a season. The main debate is between non-football injuries, if they should be classified with coronavirus, if coronavirus should be associated with non-football injuries. Now, the reason that the that players want coronavirus to be classified as a non football related injury is because if it is if you have an injury that is non-football related they uh, teams do not legally have to pay you which the players do not like they want to be paid especially if they're going to get coronavirus and risk their health and safety my opinion on it i feel like it is not it is football related if you get if you get coronavirus playing football then that is a football injury so it should be considered as a football a sickness i guess I think sickness should count as injury. And if you got something, if you got coronavirus playing football, I should count as a football-related injury or sickness, right? I feel like that, that that's kind of obvious. And now let's move on to the final topic of the day. Close this episode out with Kenny Stills being arrested. Oh, no, the Texans are going to have no good wide receivers. <laughs> oh. So Kenny Stills was arrested with about 80 or more protesters at, at the home of a, a Kentucky attorney. Uh, protesting Breonna Taylor, who was murdered by police officers. So, arrested for a noble cause, but if you're Br- Br- Bill O'Brien right now, you are worrying that you will have no wide receivers. I'm sure he'll get out, but... <laughs> Alright, thanks so much for watching, and always remember to... Oh, man, I need a catchphrase. Always remember, go Chiefs! Yeah, go Chiefs. Thank you so much for participating on the Disney ride that I like to call a podcast, The Sports Experience. Come on,